0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds.
1: Well, first of all, in the past, we've done a really good job of milking shot clock when we get up like that. A lot of people don't understand it. Tonight's a great example of why you do it. I let them play. Should a clock manage better? Again, you know, you think with the veteran team, you'll be able to get good shots on goal. That wasn't the case tonight. You've got to get a lot better
0: in, in so many areas. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. we won't go in a shell. We won't go in a mode. Because that's what's required seven the buzz.
1: 37 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Todd Pierce broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We're going to talk about all the things that are bothering us in the world of sports And, of course, we want to hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at Neighbors. And today, we're going to have Andrew Hutchinson of of bestofarkonsallsports.com. He's going to join us in the early part of the show today, here in the first hour. So, uh, looking forward to catching up with him. We're also, of course, going to be joined by Coach Matt Zimmerman. Thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union, and anytime we have Coach Z on, it's always going to be uh, a lot of fun to catch up with him, but uh, we'll have uh, a lot of stuff to talk about, not only from the basketball side of things, but uh, everything, essentially, when it comes to Razorback land, so looking forward to that, and uh, as always, people, just know that with days like today, we're going to have a lot of fun, and I know some things have been going on that people are not too happy about, especially when it comes to the the Razorback side of things, and that's okay, that's fine. You know, it's uh, one of those deals to where if uh, you're upset or if you're frustrated by something, that's what today is all about, since it is Trigger Tuesday. But really looking forward to not only having everybody here on board, but also to be able to uh, get ready for the holiday season. As you heard in the music, it was kind of going for a little bit, a little epic music there for for all intents and purposes. So I wanted to uh, go ahead and pass that along. But still, it's going to be a great one. And I know that today, for those of you who are listening to The Zone, a lot of it had to deal with, or at least a lot of the way people were either upset or frustrated or whatever maybe, had to deal with the news that the Arkansas Razorback football team had today, which Courtney Crutchfield, the highly coveted wide receiver out of Pine Bluff, who was originally committed to the University of Arkansas, well, he is going to Missouri. Committed to Missouri officially today at one o'clock this afternoon. And I'm not just going to sit here and say that it was a surprising thing. And I'm not even going to say that it's a bad thing. Because at the end of the day, when you have these particular players that are looking to go ahead and jump on board to whatever school that they want to go to and see the place that they want to be a part of and the culture they want to be a part of and the coach that they want to play for and everything regardless of where they're at regardless of the state that they're in regardless of what your expectation may be they're always going to make their decision when what's best for them and their family and everyone that they care about at the end of the day that's what matters that being said however I know that any you lose out on a big-time commitment or someone that was originally committed, decommitted, and goes somewhere else, and in this particular case, a rival school, which is exactly what Courtney Crutchfield did, it's going to have a pretty crazy reaction. Some people may be upset with the particular individual of Courtney Crutchfield making that decision. Some people may be upset at Sam Pittman in the school and the coach or whoever. And some people may just kind of shrug their shoulders and be like, hey, that's the way it is. But just seeing it from the social media perspective and seeing some of the reactions and hearing some of the reactions uh, that we've already gotten here today, even, in this announcement, it is pretty fascinating to me that so many of you are very, very upset because not only did you have a player go to rival school, but it hasn't really been a great offseason for you so far. You haven't really had a, a bunch of transfer portal guys that have gotten you all pumped up and excited you may not have had the the signing class which is amazing that tomorrow is signing day mind you but you may not have all the big time commits on that front that you're hoping for maybe there are some players that you were in the mix for out of the transfer portal that you felt you had a good shot at and you lost out on them like you just not really have had the fun explosive offseason so far in portal season and I believe one of the things that makes it so entertaining to me is to see the ups and downs where, you know, one day if you miss out on a guy, everyone's down in the dumps. But the next day, if you get a big time commit then everyone's back on board, that's going to be the wavelength that people are going to be going through. But my feeling on it is this. I understand it from Razorback fans and the frustrations that you have. And I was even trying to voice this on social media because so many of you uh, kind of feel the same way that I would even feel. Some of you feel that everybody else is having fun. (laughs) You know, since we're getting close to Christmas, we can use a Christmas relatability analogy. The fact that you have people like Ole Miss, people like Ole uh, Missouri, uh, other schools in the SEC having either big-time high school recruiting or transfer portal, whatever it may be, it's almost like when you're there at Christmas and everyone's opening their gifts. And for whatever reason... Your parents have told you your brothers and sisters are all getting their gifts, and they're getting a ton of them. They're getting everything that they want, and you're over there in the corner, and you've been told oh, you got to, You can't open yours just yet. Wait a little bit, and then every so often you'll be able to open one, and you open it, and it's socks, or if it's uh, you know something that maybe you need, maybe something that will be useful to you, but it doesn't really excite you. You know, I, as a kid, I remember anytime I got clothes, it's like who cares? I'm always gonna have clothes. I, I, I got the same the shirt I'm wearing right now, I can wear tomorrow, but those, you know that video game that I wanted, or that cool toy that I wanted, that got you pumped. That got you excited. That is exactly what it just it was something that you could not wait to play with. That's how I feel Razorbacks fans overall are feeling now. It's simply you're at Christmas your brothers and sisters who you're, you, you love because they're a part of it, but you're competitive with them because you want, you want to have something better. They're getting all this cool, nice stuff. And what do you get? You get stuff that you need, stuff that is useful, stuff that you can at least maybe have some sort of enjoyment out of it. But it doesn't excite you. It doesn't get you pumped. It doesn't make you say, hey, this is the best Christmas ever
2: you just don't have that right now. I'd say that's an accurate analogy. Uh, it's uh certainly a situation as you were mentioning a moment ago where you have a rival school come in and roughly one of your, you know, one of your talent rich areas of the state down in Pine Bluff and and grab Crutchfield and I think they got one other one today as well if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: big time offensive lineman out of uh, Oklahoma yeah. in the transfer portal.
2: So, uh, you know, it, it yeah, it's it's definitely a situation where you see you know, like you said, your brothers and your sisters that are getting the kind of the brand name stuff, and mm-hmm. here you are left with knockoff or another brand name that's not quite as good or perceived to be not quite as good.
1: Yeah, because that's that's the thing. It's not like using it in a way of the players that they currently have going through the transfer portal or anything like that as it trash or scrub or anything that. Like again, you you need socks, you need shirts, you need pants. You you know you need a new belt. You know you need those things. And you know what? Those things will come in handy, and those things will really help you out in some gays, cases. But
2: it ain't exciting. Yeah, when they're getting polo and you're getting Levi's,
1: yeah. Yes, that's, that's what it is. So I get it, Razorback fans. I get the frustration you have. I get how upset you are about it. And to be honest, it comes down to this. When you have a program like Arkansas, a lot of people are chalking this up. Oh, it's NIL. It's NIL. Folks, going four and eight last year has so much more to do with losing out on some of these players or not getting those big name players than NIL. Because look at the teams that we're talking about. Ole Miss and Missouri are kind of the ones that have been killing it in the portal or ones that you're losing out to. Both those teams went 10 and two this past year. Mm hmm. That's a major factor into all of this, is the fact that they went 10-2. and Of course, they have some NIL. Of course, they have some good momentum. Of course, they have you know, things like that. But they're a team that people want to play for because they're winning. And then they have that on top of NIL. And if you need another direct example of this, folks, look at what Arkansas did after the 9-4 and season. Just a couple years ago, they went to the Outback Bowl. It was their best season they had had in a decade. All the positives were rolling with them. They finished strong. They, they won the Outback Bowl. Uh, everyone was hyping Arkansas up. They finished in the top 25. You know, just all the good stuff that Arkansas had not had for years finally was starting to cap in for them. Who did they get in the offseason? Just in the next few weeks, few months, who did they get out of that transfer portal that year? They got guys like Drew Sanders, five-star linebacker out of Alabama. They got Jaden Hazelwood five-star wide receiver out of Oklahoma. They got Dwight McLaughlin. They got Landon Jackson. They got Latavius Brini, just to name a few. Those are guys that came from big-time schools who were big-time players and in some cases were perennial starters for highly successful teams, and they came to Arkansas. Now, did they come to Arkansas strictly because of NIL? Probably played a part in it. But what made those big-time players from big-time schools... Come to Arkansas at that point in time, a lot of it had to do because you had momentum. You had success. You were a winning program. You were having everyone talk about you and being excited for you. That is why you had that happen. If Ar- I guarantee you, if Arkansas went ten and two this past season, they would be having the type of success you're seeing these other schools are having that did go ten and two. And the opposite is true. If old Mr. Miss or Missouri or somebody like that went four and eight, they probably would be struggling to get any explosive names out of the portal, just like everybody else. So that's the point I'm making. Where you you can you can go and look at it how you want. And you know again, if you want to be mad at Sam Pittman, if you want to be mad at lack of NIL, which again is not the case. You know whatever you want to do, have at it. But it comes down to where NIL is an important part of how this all works nowadays. But money's great. Kids still want to be a part of winning. They still want to be a part of a winning program. They still want to be a part of going into a school and going into a program that has all sorts of success and good feelings and good vibes, and everyone's hyped. The culture's there. The winning's there. The success is there. That's what people want to be a part of. I don't care who it is. Vanderbilt could pay a million dollars to a player, and Alabama could be offering them $25,000, and some kids, not all, but some kids are probably just going to say, you know what? million dollars is nice, but
2: I'll take less money to go to a place
1: like Alabama
2: because they're winning. You have to feed the monster. You yes. have to keep the momentum going once you get it, which is why the four and eight year this year is such a momentum killer. Yep. yep. I mean, you went to the Outback Bowl two years ago. You went to the Liberty Bowl last year. Okay, so yeah, it was a little bit of regression, but you're still going to bowl games. You're still winning. You're still perceived as a winner. Mm-hmm. And then you have the situation this year with, rightly or wrongly, you have the time management issues, and you have the 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 mismanagement in other areas, and you wind up 4-8. and eight. Well, all that momentum you just created over the last year or two is now dead.
1: Yes. So and, now
2: you've got to restart it.
1: And you got to restart it with some sort of success rate. And Petrino being there... And being hired was exciting and great and everything. But it's still not going to be enough, at least not at this point in time, right now, to move the needle for so many people. So I say all that again to say this. Let's see how it settles out. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see what it all looks like once this portal season is over. Let's see how the Razorbacks end up getting their guys and addressing their needs. And when all of that is settled... Let's start to have a conversation of how they did, how they didn't do. You know, did they did they address the needs? Did they get some big-time players? Did they really wow some people? Let's do that when it's all said and done, all right? But that also doesn't mean that you can't be a little bit bummed because everybody else is getting some really great Christmas gifts, and you want a great Christmas gift, and you just haven't gotten it yet. You haven't opened it just yet. You know maybe it's still there in the pile maybe one of those Christmas presents over there under the tree is one of yours that's the big one the great wrapping like maybe that's yours you don't know has your name hadn't been called for it so just wait but for those of you who are concerned and those of you who are a little bummed I understand completely I get it I feel it and it's even worse when you're losing out to, especially to the two teams that are right there in your I guess you can't say division rival anymore because there are no divisions but uh, Close knit SEC teams that you're going to be play, playing every single year, if not most of the time, too. Two that are of the closest proximity. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Ryan's and Hot Springs leading us off today. What's up, Ryan?
3: Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm more like you. Just kind of, I'm not neither high nor low. Uh, my needle on uh, on high school recruiting is kind of kind of way down because uh, I understand that Crutchfield is is committing to Arkansas or committing to Missouri. That doesn't mean he still won't be a, uh, a hog. I mean, you turn around, have a good season, see that we're doing good, get edge going. Uh, you never know. He might He might decide to transfer back to Arkansas. That's, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much what the transfer portal has done. Um, and I mean, transfer portal has basically almost, not quite, almost made uh, high school recruiting obsolete. Here's the deal unless you're a freak athlete, As a freshman, you probably aren't playing unless you're a freak athlete because you for sure are not playing on the offensive line. You're not playing on the defensive line. and In most situations, unless there's attrition as a starting quarterback, unless you're like the kid at Fayetteville that's been promised to to start at Minnesota, you're not starting. So, you know, I'm like you. Let's see what they do uh, with uh, the portal and kind of, you know, just kind of wait and see because – at the end of the day, there's there's still talent. I get that we didn't have a good season, but there's still talent on this team to still have a solid year next year. Um, yeah. I do believe that, and I mean, and I've heard uh, Trey Biddy say this multiple times that, that there's still a lot of talent on this offensive line. They it was just a year away, so let you know just like I said, I'm back to the to my point about let's wait and see, and um, maybe we don't need as help as much help on the offensive line as we need. I'm not predicting that. I'm just I'm just again. I'm just saying, let's wait and see.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm not letting the sky fall on me. So that's kind yeah. of where I'm at. I hope you all have a great day and uh, go, Hog.
1: All right, appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. And I think it's pretty good perspective too, because uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to come on here and say that you should all freak out and this is trash and uh, you know just be mad and this is a failure of epic proportions. I said it last year too. Just let's wait. Let's just wait to see what the portal ends up being. Arkansas, as of right now, they got some commits out of the portal. They're addressing some needs out of the portal. Uh, you know they're doing some things that are trying to build it. It's just nothing's too explosive, nothing's too sexy, nothing's too crazy right now. When other teams that uh, are teams that you're going to go up against and continue to go up against, when they're getting nice things, you want something nice. You want that nice gift. You want that big gift, and it still may be there or may not be. But names are still getting called. You're still unwrapping your gifts. Uh, You're just holding out hope that maybe, just maybe, you can find a way to have some sort of fun this Christmas season. That's what you're hoping for.
3: And
2: if that big gift turns out not to be there... And and all you get are the Levi's? you got to rock those Levi's. Yeah, because you don't have a choice. You've got to make do with what you have. You've got to rebuild that momentum. And then if you can do that, as you were talking about with the hiring of Bobby Petrino, if he can bring someone along, they start having more offensive success this year and the success as a team overall, then you're going to start getting those bigger presents next Christmas. That's what you're hoping for. But, yeah, it just haven't been been doing it too much right now. But that's okay.
1: Because season is still going to go on. And you still got to go out there, you got to win games, you got to take care of business. But, yeah, Crutchfield going on, and the fact that there's been some uh, duels that you felt like you were into when it comes to some of the guys out of the portal, you haven't won. So what's the problem? Is there a problem? Is it just the way it is? Well, let's talk more about it because Andrew Hutchison, the best of Arkansas sports, is going to be joining us next. We'll get his thoughts and opinions on it, as well as the future of what Arkansas holds for some of the players that they're adding, some of the players that they may be subtracting, as well as a lot more. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds on a Trigger Tuesday because we got a lot more coming up next.
4: Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for The Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075, call your drive. In college basketball, Witterrock beat Murray State at home 80 to 66 to get to 6 and 6 on the season. They were led by KK Robinson, who had 16 points and 14 rebounds. Their next game will be on Thursday versus Jacksonville State. Elsewhere, UA Pine Bluff beat Ecclesia College 125 to 75 for their final game of the calendar year. They were led by guard Joe French, who had 34 points on 11 of 16 from the field and 10 of 15 from three. Their next game won't be until all the way on January 6 when they host Alabama AM. and And in college basketball tonight, there will be one ranked matchup. 23rd ranked Memphis will host 22nd ranked Virginia at six on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the
5: Buzz Radio Network. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Christmas reminds us that in a night without light came the light. In a world without hope, hope was born. In the midst of despair there was the singing of angels they had but a star but we have sunlight the hopes and fears of all the years were pinned whether the shepherds realized it or not upon a little baby and a young mother's arms that is where hope still lies wise men brought him gifts but their gold frankincense and myrrh have long since turned to dust it was the best they had and they set precedent for our giving gifts but they only gave gifts that perish we have an opportunity to give a living sacrifice. If giving is the test of loving, then let us give the consecration of our lives. He himself has said, greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It is the heart that is given with the gift that really makes the gift worth receiving. From your friends at Doublebees, Merry Christmas.
0: Hey, it's Coach Z, Razorback Basketball
6: Color Analyst. I'll be on Out of Bounds Tuesdays this basketball season recapping the Hawks. I can't wait. Thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing homes since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Check them out online at telco.com.
4: On your way to the Little Rock Airport, business travelers park fast at Expressway Airport Parking. As you park, our shuttle picks you up, and a 60-second ride later, you're at the airport. Download our app and earn rewards. Simply scan the virtual gate pass to enter and scan again to exit. No waiting, and your receipt is emailed to you. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking. Left of the airport entrance, next to the Comfort Inn. Is your marriage over? Assets, debts, custody? For divorces, hire the lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom lion legal the legal pride of arkansas call
0: 227 roar and lion legal will come roaring to the rescue it's finally that magical time of year the year-end closeout at guatney chevrolet If a brand-new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUV's not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado, this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you
5: behind on your credit card, Bill? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing.
0: Then call or text 501 661 1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back, but KJ's going to throw, fade, down the right sideline, Broden's in the back of the end zone, he caught the ball, well he didn't catch it, but they throw a
3: flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown.
0: Touchdown, Arkansas! (laughs) On 103.7 The Buzz.
1: bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday, and nothing better than having a little uh, when you get knocked down, you got to get back up, All right? Raise your back, fans you need something to be excited about, you need something to have you a little extra energy, something to be feeling good, feeling good, but it's just not happening right now. I get it totally, understand it, but hey, listen, that's the way it goes sometimes. There's a lot of off season left, right? A lot of, a lot of basketball season left, right? You can start feeling good about things. Well, we'll see. (laughs) We will see. But we'll talk about that and a lot more. As we go to the phone lines right now, welcome in Andrew Hutchinson of of com, friend of the show who covers all things dealing with the Razorbacks. And we're going to talk to him about the latest when it comes to portal and recruiting and all that fun stuff. So, Andrew, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon?
7: Doing good. How about you guys?
1: Uh, Well, we're doing good. And I know Razorback fans wish that they could be doing a little bit better. As I know, you saw the news. Courtney Crutchfield announcing he is committing to Missouri, which, you know, hey, going out of state's always tough, but to go to a place like Missouri is definitely going to rub people the wrong way, especially Razorback fans. But what would you make of that decision? Is that something that doesn't surprise you? And uh, also, uh, just what do you make of him making that jump and going up there after decommitting from Arkansas just a few months ago?
7: Yeah, I mean, I feel like ever since he decommitted, I think Missouri was, was the school that everyone thought he was going to end up at. I mean, he took his last uh, official visit this past weekend to Missouri, so that's usually a good uh, sign that that was what's coming. Um, I know Arkansas fans kind of held out hope that maybe, you know, the Bobby vitrino hire might make a difference, you know, because <laughs> we all remember what he did with you know, the in-state wide receivers uh, back in uh, when he was the head coach, but... I actually talked to Courtney Crutchfield a couple of weeks ago, and I asked him about that. I was like, "Hey, like, does it mean anything to you that he's, you know, had so much success with the Jarius Rice, the Joe Adams, etc." And he told me, and this is going to make everyone feel really old, that he said, "I honestly feel I'm so young, that I really don't remember any of that." And I started doing the math in my head, and lo and behold, he would have been in kindergarten. Uh, Bobby Petrino's last year here as a head coach, so hmm. uh, that that may not have had as much carried as much weight as maybe we had hoped uh, Arkansas fans had hoped uh, but yeah I mean Missouri makes a lot of sense you know they've got things rolling up there I know Missouri also just got that uh, former five-star offensive tackle who had started games as a crew freshman at Oklahoma uh, got him out of the portal and they've also uh, made some other headway as well so uh, Drinkowitz has got that thing rolling you know 10-2 and this year and unfortunately uh, for Arkansas fans it looks like they're not going anywhere
1: well, see, that kind of leads me into my next question because it seems like now because of NIL, everybody just assumes that if they don't get the player that they want or feel like they have a shot at, it's immediately because NIL sucks. That it, it just has to be it. Didn't didn't want to pay for the player and everything, but I make the argument it has a lot more to do with teams going ten and two instead of four and eight. But how much do you feel like NIL has played a factor not only in maybe some of the guys that Arkansas has missed out on? but just that playing in general when it comes to, you know, NIL money at a good team or a bad team, good program or a bad program.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think NIL is certainly part of the equation. I mean, I think uh, we have a story that went up on our site after Crutchfield's commitment by uh, another one of our riders who kind of laid out just the, the difference between Missouri's NIL program, which has been kind of building for four years the same thing. They've got that thing rolling up there. Uh, compared to Arkansas, which just recently changed to this Arkansas Edge thing, and because you know, the previous thing wasn't working, you know Sam Pittman went from you know complaining about NIL to saying, "Hey, I think we've got it figured out," but you know you're four years behind the other schools, and uh, I think that that definitely has something to do with it. And you know whether fans like it or not, NIL is here and it's here to stay, and you've got to figure out how to. To work the system, you, you just got you got to do that, and I don't know if it's going to be the deciding factor for every recruit because I mean, there's still kids out there that probably you know grew up playing, you know, dreaming of playing for a certain school, whether the Arkansas or wherever. That probably carries some weight. You know, the coaches still carry some weight. You want to play for a winning team. You know, going ten two last year certainly helped uh, Missouri when it came to you know recruiting this year, both high school kids and the portal. Uh, you want to go somewhere where you can win. you got to have a good relationship with the coaches. So, I think it all goes into the equation, but NIL is certainly in that equation, you know, much to the chagrin of some <laughs> some fans.
1: So, w- looking at maybe, I'm not going to say maybe a positive, just looking at what they got right now out of the portal. They've added some guys. They've addressed some needs. And it certainly looks like they are not done yet, but just what do you make of the current guys that they've had committed out of the transfer portal and maybe some of the ones that you really like?
7: Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got, I think six guys committed. Uh, I think maybe the the biggest impact guy, even though he's probably not the sexiest commitment is the the kicker from Hawaii Hmm. because you lose Cam little to, uh, the the NFL draft, you know, maybe a year earlier than you thought you were. Uh, and you've got a, a really top, Top-notch kicker committed in the 2025 class. Well, that doesn't really help you in 2024. They so had to go address that need, and they got a guy that has a proven track record at Hawaii. He's made you know a 51-yard game-winning field goal before. So, I mean, that's that's a big-time commitment. Uh, we saw what kind of weapon Cam Little can be this past year, and I don't know if he'll be as good as Cam Little, but he should be pretty solid, and it shouldn't be a concern. Uh, then, of course, you know, everyone wants to talk about Taylor Green, the, the quarterback from Boise State. I think there's a lot of potential there. I think that that's something to be, you know, kind of excited about, especially knowing that Bobby Petrino is going to be the guy coaching him up. I mean, six, six can run, uh, apparently has a really good arm. Uh, I'm, I'm very anxious to see if he can maybe return to his 2022 form uh, after kind of being thrown into a weird situation this year with a, a two-quarterback system, a new offensive coordinator, you know, we, know, we know the impact the new offensive coordinator can have on a quarterback. Uh, we just saw it this year with K.J. Jefferson. So uh, we'll see if, if Taylor Green can, can get back to his freshman All-American level and maybe uh, perform in the SEC opposed to the Mountain West. So I think that's another one. And then the other one that I think I'm you know, most intrigued and excited by would be the uh, the offensive tackle uh, from San Jose State. Uh, Carmona, I believe, is his last name. Uh, Fernando Carmona. Uh, he's a guy that's played a lot over the last two years but again it's you know can he make the jump from the mountain west to the sec uh that's kind of what we you know need to see but left tackle offensive tackle in general left or right was a major need for arkansas and he seems to be one of the better ones out there available so that that's a solid one but uh they, they still have work to do to say the least
1: seeing so the andrew etchson of the best of arkansas sports.com here on out of bounds so andrew you know this is something i has been going on for a bit, but I just wanted your thoughts because I don't think we've really talked about it since the last time we caught up. The fact that the coaching staff is intact as much as it is right now is a little surprising to me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if you would have told me that after like on the day that this season ended and they went four and eight and everyone was just uh, beyond belief upset, If you were to tell me that the only coaching changes that would actually come to fruition would be adding Bobby Petrino, which of course you had to hire an offensive coordinator in some capacity, but then Cody Kennedy being the other one and adding Eric Mateos, that would have been pretty shocking to me. Are you as shocked as I am in the fact that this coaching staff has been remaining together, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, as much as it has?
7: I'm a little surprised because I thought as much... Improvement as the defense made. I'm not going to sit here and say the defense was great this year we saw what they did uh, in two of the last three games of the season, uh, but they did make drastic improvements. So I thought maybe, you know, we might see one of the defensive assistants, you know, get another opportunity uh, somewhere else and move on. Plus, we see this kind of, you know, turnover on the staff uh, every year. Uh, to have just the two, you know, the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach uh, is, is a little bit surprising, uh, but I think think, you know, is it a good thing or a bad thing? I want to say it's more of a good thing because, I mean, can you really make a case? I mean, the the tight ends look pretty good in Morgan Turner's first year, you know, on the staff, and and he's got a proven track record at Stanford. And, you know, Kenny Guyton maybe would be one that you would potentially look at, but he's he's done a pretty decent job with the receivers. Uh, You know, obviously, Jimmy Smith has been fantastic with the running backs. Um, and, And, of course, the defensive staff did what it did. So, I think it's mostly a good thing to have that consistency, but you've got to use that to your advantage on the recruiting trail. And, and I'm not sure if we've 100% seen it. And that comes, you know, that means the transfer portal as well. Uh, with six commitments out of the portal, you know, maybe you'd like to see a little bit more action than that. But uh, and you're losing a few commitments here and there, uh, then uh, that would be a little bit of a concern as well. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I'm not too terribly surprised, but but I am a little bit that it was just. Uh, Dan Enos and Cody Kennedy uh, as the guys being move, moving on.
1: Talking a little basketball with you. Uh, that uh, another thing that's hard to really feel good about right now is is Razorback basketball just because of the high expectation that came along with it. They're seven and four. You know, it's not great, but they haven't really looked impressive, and they only got a couple of games left before they actually get into SEC play. So, uh, can you make sense out of this team? Because I don't think I can as much as I try.
7: Yeah, I I have no idea, because we've seen them look, we've seen them beat Duke, we saw them beat Purdue, again, I know it was an exhibition game, but I don't think either team really treated it as such. They've beaten two really, really good teams, but then they've also just, you know, not looked good in some other ones. I mean, they, uh, you know, obviously Memphis and North Carolina and the Bahamas, those are two really good teams, NCAA tournament teams, but... You know, and Greensboro is probably going to compete for that conference title. But, again, you shouldn't be losing to a team from the SoCon at Walton Arena. Uh, that shouldn't happen. So that's a concern. And, and you almost lose the other day, blowing a 20-point lead. <laughs> uh, that That's just I, – I, I just don't understand. Like, you just – you think, okay, they're going to get back on track. And you Moss has this proven track record of turning things around. But, boy, they've dug themselves quite a big hole because 7-4, uh, that in itself is not – the worst thing in the world but you also are hovering around number 100 in the net rankings I mean you're going to have to win some games in conference play you can't go 8 and 10 in SEC play like you did last year and make the NCAA tournament and I think that's what we're talking about now is can they make the tournament not can they make a run in the tournament they got to get to the tournament before we talk about another sweet 16 or whatever
1: well, Hutch, man, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, great insight. I know it's still a busy time for all of us, but especially for someone like you. But appreciate you making time. And, and have a Merry Christmas in case we don't get a chance to talk with you until then. And enjoy the weekend. All right, my man?
7: Appreciate it, man. Merry Christmas to everybody.
1: All right. Again, that was Andrew Hutchison uh, best of joining us here on the phone lines. Uh, before we take a break, we had some people that uh, have been calling in, and we're going to try to work through some of those. Hey, loved his name, Rowdy. Same name as my dog. I don't hey. think it is. What's up, Rowdy?
6: Um, if, if I may, let me let me tweak your analogy a little bit. Okay. Um, it's it's we're not watching our brothers and sisters open awesome presents. We're watching the mean kids up the street. That <laughs> every time we go outside, they pull our underwear up our butt and take our ice cream and throw it on the sidewalk in front of us and laugh that's who's getting off good present
1: that's a much much better way of putting it yes well done (laughs) well done rowdy that's a good one
6: and um and i noticed um um villanova plays division one basketball but their football team is in uh fcs right that's correct and maybe Maybe U of A should start Aww. looking in that direction.
1: Oh come I mean, on now! Go down
6: division because I mean,
1: come on now! You know, I
6: mean we're just um, we're going to get an eight win season every five years, and the rest of it's going to be what we got now. That's mm-hmm. just that's where NIL has brought things, and and you have um, you have a bunch of nineteen year old tails. Wagging the dog of college football because people are waving money at them, and that's just until somebody takes them the steps to uh, rein that in that's where it is
1: well I will uh, I'll respectfully disagree with you on, on a little bit of that rowdy. I do believe it has changed quite a bit, and I do believe that there is some of that that happens, but uh, at, at the end of the day, and I, I've said this many times, like the Nil. For Arkansas is fine. No one wants to believe me, but that's okay. But I've, you know, I've talked to people up there. I've seen it. Like it's fine. Like NIL was not the reason you went four and eight last year. Let's be honest about well, it. It's like it's, was... you got you got to be able to compete in it. And whether you like it or not, it's it's there. And it's just Arkansas does a good job of funding it. It's it, they just got to have the coaching, and they got to have uh, a better program and a better setup of how they handle things to be able to have the success of winning games that's what it comes down well, to well
6: let me let me correct myself a little bit uh transfer portal but uh along with nil where they can transfer you know after a year and play immediately yeah that if you're going to get paid like a professional then they should have to have some responsibility on their end to that you know that 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 they have all the control of pulling the pin and leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, it it should they should have some uh, responsibility as well. Uh, because I mean, how can you how can you be held accountable as a coach when you can't put a team together because <laughs> you don't know if you know if you're the Ohio State coach. You know, you just, you don't have your starting quarterback for next year because he got a better offer somewhere else yeah i mean and and to me how do you hold coaches accountable when when you know they're herding cats that can just pick up and move next door whenever they you know they get tired of it
1: yeah so
6: uh, you know
1: all right well hey appreciate uh, you calling in rowdy and have a merry christmas all right
6: all right you too thank
1: you appreciate it yeah I, i mean again i I I see where he's coming from on some of that, but to me, it's like, hey, that's why the coaches get paid millions of dollars, and that's why they have contracts and everything, but don't worry. It's it's not to say that, hey, right now, it's just the way it is, and it's perfect. It's never going to change. I'm never going to say that, because I still think there needs to be a lot of adjustment into the calendar of not having it to where you have transfer portal windows and early signing period day going on at the exact same time that's also going on when people are getting ready for bowl season or for semi-final games or playoffs or whatever. It's all encompassing and it's in an all madness. Like, that needs to be adjusted. That needs to be changed. And as far as for the side on the players, it's going to happen whether it's next year or years from now. You're going to start seeing players out of the portal or in college sports, at least, having contracts that are going to be put together for these things. And, you know, that's going to happen. But right now, it's the Wild West. It's just a. Ever adapting and an ever growing part of what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, before we take a break though, let's go to Big Country He's on the line. What's up, Big Country?
8: Hey, John, how you doing today?
1: Doing great, man. How about yourself?
8: Oh, I can't complain. Now, you know, I've been a Razorback back fan for a while. I'm I'm fifty one. And uh, I don't I don't have anything against Petrino, but I'm I'm not buying, you know, what everybody's selling. I mean since he left, he's been fired from every place he's been. So I'm not buying it. Hey, he's going to just change everything. I mean, just look at this way, John. Somebody says, hey, look, we're going to put somebody in Freaky Joe's place. And, man, he is the best thing in the world. Well, tell me something about it. Well, he was in a real bad scandal 12 years ago. <laughs> he's He's been fired from six other
1: jobs. He'd fit right in here.
8: But, man, he's really going to bring this place back to Are Are you going to buy that?
1: I mean, if you if you if that's the surface level of what you know about him, then no. But I think, at least this is my perspective. I can't speak for everybody, Big Country. But from my perspective, the excitement for Petrino is, am I expecting him to walk right in and have Arkansas rolling like it was in the 2010-2011 seasons? No, but it is an improvement. And it is... Something to where you know he's a proven offensive-minded coach that can help Arkansas. I don't think he's going to hurt Arkansas oh, wow. or anything. I just believe that if Bobby Petrino was your offensive coordinator this past year and not Dan Enos, you don't go four and eight. Do you go undefeated? No, but you don't go four and eight. So I think it's just the improvement and the potential of what Petrino can bring in the offense is what people is all excited about. Well,
8: you know, old Jimbo Fisher thought he was going to help too where
1: he's at. yeah yeah well that's but the different it, difference is is Jimbo Fisher is a guy who called all the plays and liked being the play caller and then in a weird roundabout way was kind of forced to hire an offensive coordinator went with Petrino it worked okay but it wasn't really a marriage that was built to last and you can just hear what Petrino had to say and the differences in the terminology and all that what made it all weird but this might be something that works this might be something well, that works you
8: know Hey, I, I'm ho- I'm hoping for the best. I, I'm right. going to try to be optimistic, but I mean, of course, I'm just not saying that it. it's just. I'm just. I don't believe it's going to be that great. Maybe two or three years down the road. Yeah. But, uh, well. And one other thing. Yeah. In basketball, I think we got a great coach. He's, he's just a half year behind every year. I mean, we're basically saying that the regular season doesn't matter. Just as long as he gets together in January and February, we make the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. I mean, it's sort of like we're saying, well, you know what? We're really not worried about the regular season. We're really not worried about where we rank. We just want to get to the Sweet 16. That's not a real good formula for me, I don't think.
2: Like. Right.
1: Well, hey, big country, we got to run. We appreciate the phone call. I'll say this, and I'll probably, we'll probably talk about it later on the other side, but. Hey, it's not about, I don't care how you start, I care about how you finish. That's how teams are made, that's how programs are made, and so far Arkansas has done a really good job with that. But we'll talk about that and more coming up next here on Out of Bounds.
3: Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com.
5: Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-847-0371.
2: Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram heavy duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have to, buyers, we've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at redriverram.com.
4: The open road is calling, and no matter if it's the beach, mountains, or deep in the forests, All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros will have you ready to take on the unexpected. Need the perfect shotgun rider for your trip? Michelin's road-hugging tires have been the go-to brand for generations of adventure seekers and are sure to keep you on the road to greatness. Your next road trip is waiting. Visit in stores or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tire Pros. Love the drive.
0: Miss new deals every day during Lowe's 25 days of deals. Get up to 50% off. Select tools and accessories. Plus, bring home a Werner four-foot fiberglass step ladder. Now just 29.98. And get same-day delivery for eligible in-stock items when you order by 2 p.m. Lowe's knows deals every day. Valve through 1220 while supplies last. Selection varies by location, delivery by 8 p.m., subject to driver availability. Fees vary based on purchase, additional term supplies. See Lowe's.com same day delivery for details.
4: Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work 8 years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans with generous benefits and competitive pay. Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team.
5: Check out River City Flooring
1: in
4: Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Montmel Boulevard just off 430. Randy Rainwater brings Drive Time Sports to Conway this Friday. Broadcasting live from the all-new Genesis of Conway, the only Genesis dealer in the state of Arkansas. Open now at 1075, call your drive. Special thanks to Larry's Pizza of Conway.
0: Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, Larry! I ain't standing for this! Well, Larry, So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin.
5: Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you.
0: On 1037 The Buzz.
3: It is a
1: Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we just have a couple minutes, actually, before we take a top-of-the-hour update. Got a little behind with Andrew and some of the callers. but That's great, though. It's all having fun here on Out of Bounds. No hard breaks. We're all about floating around and just being chill and casual and having a good time. That's what Christmas season should be all about. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot more to discuss and get to, of course... Uh, Phone lines and text messages all open, 501-661-1037. Actually, from the Southern Structural Solutions text line, (laughs) love some of these textures. Like Ben and Brian says, wow, real positive outlook from big country. Well, you know, that's the way it goes, I guess. Uh, J.K. in Fairfield Bay says, uh, Justin Moore just played a function to raise money. NIL is public allowed to know how much money is brought in. Uh, No, they don't have to know they can they can be asked about it, but they they can know if they want to, I guess. so, but it's not something that they're required to release the information for the numbers. So
2: I wish they would, but they
1: can't or they won't.
2: That's what the Freedom of Information Act is for. Mm-hmm. But since it's not technically
1: a public institution, you can't get that. So uh, also, a B from Atkins says, uh, did you see uh, Drinkwitz's tweet on X? No class. Yeah, I saw it. It's it's you know it's what coaches are going to do. And uh, he had a really good year. You know, you, you got to give him credit and his team credit for uh, going ten and two and everything. Doesn't change the fact that he is quite the worst. Uh, at uh, you know, he's very hypocritical. He is a very hypocritical person. Where as I always bring up the way he approached the Dan Mullen just a couple of years ago when that fight broke out at the end of the Florida game and Dan Mullen's wearing that Darth Vader mask.
2: Was and that, that was, was, that was great. That.
1: I thought that was hilarious.
2: That's fantastic.
1: And, uh, you know, Dan, uh, you I drink talks about, uh, I forgot exactly how he put it, but it was essentially like, uh, you know, my, we always talk about reap what you sow. And if you sow something, you sow something else. But he says, well, Jack Astry will, if you're, if you have Jack Ashery, you'll sow Jack Ashery. something to that extent, like referring to Dan Mullen. I'm like, dude, you are kind of like the biggest jackass that game there is. Game-recognizing game? Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? So that, that type of thing is, again, well, I don't like Drinkwitz personally. I mean, again, he's having a good year. you got to give him credit for that, and 10-2, and two, that's awesome. I mean, it's a big year for Missouri. But, you know, just the approach that he has of, you know, getting on everybody else if they do it, and then, you know, him running over to Josh Heupel and to shake hands after they beat him this year and says, we stand on business, Josh, and then he runs away like he doesn't sit there and stand and face to face he he gets and he takes off running it's like okay okay eli whatever you need to do buddy but again it's like he's, he's got a good year so people are all for it but yeah, you know, i better hope that they keep it going because the pride usually comes before the fall some whatever that exactly. adage is exactly. i don't know but either way it doesn't bother me because Arkansas's got bigger fish to fry and bigger things that they got to worry about before what anybody else is doing. But still, we got a whole nother two hours of Out of Bounds, and the second hour is coming up next, so stay with us.
4: Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on the zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Hey guys, it's Dee, Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our jingle bell special which is $100 and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful
8: Christmas time special. You get